Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Midwestern-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Midwestern artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Rolling. Tonight on The Sound, we bring you the latest album from Becky Capel titled In It to Win It. Becky is a country and Americana musician out of St. Paul, Minnesota, whose path to the Minnesota music scene has been a unique and interesting journey to say the least. In fact, the Minneapolis Star Tribune called Becky a late bloomer country crooner because of her unique path and what some might call her late arrival. But we're glad she's here now. In It to Win It is Becky's third album since the release of her debut titled For Now was released in 2012. Produced by Paul Bergen and featuring Eric Koskinen, Jeremy Johnson, and Nate Gam, In It to Win It takes us on a delightful journey through some true blue Minnesota country music. Or, as Miss Capel's bio says, groovy, swampy, honky-tonky, heartbreaky, sassy, kick-assy original music from America's Midwest. Well, I think that pretty much sums it up. Better than I can, anyway. So I'm going to stop talking, kick back, and check out some great Minnesota music, and I encourage you to join me and do the same. Here's Becky Capel with In It To Win It, tonight on The Sound. It's what I do. Where 
I Don't Know by Becky Capel, and uh, she's out of Minneapolis, and that's from her third album titled In It to Win It. Now, Becky, I've been kind of following you for a little bit here. Um, you know, I saw That Certain Ache. I think I came across that around 2019 or so. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it came out in 18. But um, And I think I was... I think I was on Bandcamp. I'm not sure. And I, I was probably down a rabbit hole following like Eric Koskin and stuff or something, you know. Sure. But, um, you know, I just want to say this is so this is your third album since 2012. Um, but you've had rather kind of an unconventional journey compared to a lot of artists. You know, um, you didn't really get started till later. Uh, the Minneapolis Star Tribune called you a late bloomer country crooner, which I thought just kind of sounded fun. Yeah. Um, song. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There you go. Um, well, can you tell us a little bit about your musical journey, you know, and how you got to where you are now from when you started, you know? Yeah, I um, I started doing music when I was living in Portland as a young adult. Um, I had sung in choir in high school and that kind of stuff, but nothing until I had moved to Portland on a whim. And I uh, met up with some musicians there and started singing back up in their band. Um, it's kind of eclectic, weird, psychedelic rock and uh, we actually had some pretty good success in that band. Uh, got to open for the Pretenders one time. Oh, nice. That so was pretty exciting. Yeah, uh, that was kind of a fluke. But um, anyway, and then eventually I, I left that band and I was just doing my own. Um, I put together my own band just doing country cover songs, which is quite different from what I'd been doing with the previous band. Um, and I just kind of casually gigged maybe once a month or so. Got married, um, had a couple kids, and... Um, and of course, was gigging even less then. And then I moved to Minnesota, back to Minnesota, where I'd grown up. And um, that was because my brother invented magnetic poetry, which are the little words on magnets yeah. put on your fridge. Cool. And um, and it was kind of taken off. So um, I moved back here to help him with the company. And so I was working full time, had little kids, and just completely forgot about music, really, for years mm-hmm. didn't go out to hear music anything like that and then um eventually i got divorced and 
it was when my son was a teenager and he was quite a great guitar player. He doesn't really play anymore. But anyway, so there were some guitars lying around here. So I decided I was going to start teaching myself guitar and, nice. uh, and just to accompany myself singing because I like to sing. And so I taught myself G, C, and D, those chords. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> and pretty much I could play anything I really wanted to with G, C, and D. Yep, yep. So <laughs> that is how it started. So I would just be messing around with, you know, just kind of learning the chords and playing a rhythm or something. And then the songs just started coming out of me. Cool. And yeah, that's what happened. So wow. I started writing them down. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. so that's... Mm-hmm. Didn't know any musicians here at the time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I read that you uh, that when you you know when you moved back to um, or you recorded your first album, you went back to Portland to do it, right? Yes, I did over like two or three years' time. Oh wow! Uh, okay. Yeah. Just piece by piece. Exactly, because I didn't know anybody here, and all my musicians' friends were there, and mm-hmm. um, so I would just go back, back and forth, and visit. You know, like twice a year. Right. And, right. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I read that, um, you know, after that, and you're living in Minneapolis, um, that you started kind of going out to uh, see bands by yourself and stuff to, like, I'm assuming network and find players and stuff? Like, Exactly. I mean, I didn't really know what or why I was doing anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> Except for that, I wanted to sing. And, uh, um, and I knew I needed some other players to be able to really do that well. I'm not much of a solo artist, I don't think. So, um so I need I need those other players and uh yeah that's that's I've tried to figure out where I fit in and so on and yeah mm-hmm. just started meeting people and it's really a very social scene here I think it's yeah quite accepting and and you know it really yeah, is isn't I've it a lot of good friends yeah 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 it is and it's varied too there's a huge variety of artists there, there. sure is oh my gosh there's so much that i just know nothing about still you know I'm yeah sure. it's amazing it's amazing yeah. so so is that where you hooked up with uh paul bergen and eric koskinen kind of in that time period or yeah um exactly yeah i used to go hear um eric's band and then uh, molly Mayer. also they played with oh, molly yeah. Mayer. Mm-hmm. and um and you know, yeah, I'd go see those guys. It seemed to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, they're just such great players. So it wasn't, I really wasn't, I mean, I really not even in my wildest imagination could I imagine, you know, playing with those guys. But uh-huh. um, now just, look. <laughs> over time, right? I, just, I wore them down. No, I, uh, I, and then I would go see Paul's band. Um, it's actually pronounced Bergen. I know it's it looks oh, it's spelled okay. like Bergen. He never corrects people, and it's not that big a deal. But he, uh, I was just like, it's Paul Bergen. It sounds okay. very French or something, right? Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he had a band called the Astronauts of Rhythm and Sound that used to play every Wednesday at a little bar called Morrissey's oh. over here in Minneapolis. And um, so, yeah, I used to go hear that band, and then that's when uh, that's when I really got to know him and and uh, and just his guitar playing. And it, sometimes I get, I think I got up the guts. Um, at some point to say, Hey, would you ever consider playing with me? And he said, sure. Oh, and I was cool. like, what? Wow. <laughs> so, that's yeah. Nice. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, so because the... you know what, uh, you know what I found out? What's that? Players like to play. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and when there's, and when there's somebody with songs that are good songs mm-hmm. that they can play along with, then you bonus. Like it was kind of this revelation, like, Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> that is fantastic. Well, let's get back into some tunes. We'll play some songs for folks, and then we'll be back. Um, I'm talking to Becky Capel tonight, and uh, she has her new album out called "In It to Win It." Came out uh, this past March here, and um, 
Yeah, and so this next tune is called How About You, and that's off her uh, third album that's just released. And uh, we'll be back after this to talk more with Becky Capel right here on The Sound on 89.5 KQAM.
That was Is Your Love Gone by Becky Capel. And uh, before that, we heard How About You? And those are from her newest album called In It to Win It. And I have Becky on the phone tonight, and uh, we're talking about her new album. And uh, so, Becky, so you were saying that you picked up your your teenage son's guitar to teach yourself some chords, you know. Um, It sounds like no real thought of, like, where that was going to lead, you know. And uh, uh, what is that journey like, you know, to be, like, relatively new to an instrument and then just kind of hit the ground running, like writing songs and stuff, you know, was that, was that like a surprise to you? I mean, cause now you're doing like songwriter <laughs> yes. showcases and stuff, you know, you were at songwriter yes. in the rounds at three, three, one club. I mean, what's that like to go from, it's almost like zero to 60, you know? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's really, it's weird. It really is weird. I, um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I can't, I, I, say, I still, I think I feel like I'm like right now, I'm just kind of feel like maybe I do have some direction here, you know, third record, but, um, but, um, it's, it's a wonderful thing. I don't know what to say about it. It's, a, it's the greatest thing. I do feel like it's something that kind of just happened to mm-hmm. me, but I am a firm believer in, um, seeing opportunities and, you know, I, I think that's, that's a that's a thing I've always prided myself on that I I see opportunities and I I go for them mm-hmm. um, or at least I try to I don't always have the guts to but um, but I'm proud of myself for having the guts to go for right you know, for the things that I've gone for and it's yeah. like I don't know it's just wonderful and I really enjoy um, you know I really enjoy performing and um, and I love singing I just love singing mm-hmm. <laughs> so right it's really great right. <laughs> Well, what a yeah. cool story, you know? I mean, are you yeah. still, are you compelled to, you know, like play guitar? Are you diving into, you know, guitar a lot? Or is it more on the writing side or? I am, um, yeah, that's a really good question because I always tell myself, oh, I should get better at guitar. I should, you know, I I, I really am very limited. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, you know, then again, I've got, great players with me so mm-hmm. I, I can let them take care of that stuff you know right, right. um well and the songwriting yeah, itself and, and i am um yeah well this i feel like this is the time of year that i um that i kind of songs sort of bubble up so right now ah. actually I'm, i've been and, and then also now that the record is out you know it does give you more room again to go oh yeah so what is next you know mm-hmm. um and and so i'm uh yeah there's things bubbling up from uh from Things from the I, I what I do is I um, when I get a melody in my head, which is almost always the first thing that comes to me with a song is the melody, okay. not the words. Um, then I take out my my phone and I do a voice recording, and uh, you know, so that I've got the melody in there, mm-hmm. and I just try to um, make sure that I don't forget it. And then I go back and listen to those, and and uh, and that's what happens. I right. then a song right. can bubble up. So, yeah, that is fantastic. And, you know, it's amazing the way uh, technology with cell phones and stuff and the uh, like you and you mentioned you get out the phone and do the voice recorder. You know, Um, I've talked to a lot of people who that's their method. You know, that's it's our new notebook, you know, because you can hear the idea then, too. And you don't lose any of that. You know, there might be something special about the way you're singing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and it, that's exactly right. And you go, oh, that little that little thing that you would never remember, just the way that you just did right. your voice or whatever. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And um, 
um, and then I do use a notebook for, for words. So right. sometimes I'll just get a line and I'll write in the notebook. So there is the thing of like, right now I'm in the process of, you're asking about songwriting. I'm in the, sort of in the process of listening to those old voice memos Ooh. and then getting out my notebook and going, Oh, what little line did I write down that might fit in here? You know, uh-huh. and then that kind of is what inspires the song. So has your writing process changed or evolved since you recording the uh, first album? You know, I mean, have, you know, the way you do it. Yeah, well, I'll say it's gotten a lot slower. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, I was a lot more prolific back then. Um, I was so filled with angst. <laughs> I, like, I, that, I mean, that is why I started writing. It was just, I'd been writing in a journal, like, you know, I just had all this, whatever, angst from midlife, I guess, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and so I would write about it. It was just dribble, just, you know, repeating myself over and over. And like, and then once you... I would read that and go, oh, there's a line there. Like, why do I keep repeating this? And so in a way, songwriting was a a way to kind of distill down all those ideas into one little nugget that then I could now go, okay, I'm going to put that aside now. Now it's out here. Okay, great. It's out of my head. And uh, so it was actually a very healing process, that that first record for sure. Right. It was a much sadder record than... um, (laughs) <laughs> than I think my other yeah, two records uh-huh, are. Yep, yeah, yep. reminds you of that. Although they're of... all pretty sad in some ways. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's, that brings me to uh, another question I had. Um, country music. Were you, you know, because you talked about some bands you were in in Portland and stuff and it was a little different flavor. Uh, mm-hmm. Were you always a fan of country or, you know, what, what types of bands were you working yes, with? Yes, I have always been a fan of country music and um, old country music. Uh-huh. And um, I don't really know exactly where that came from because no one in my family was, um, really. And um, um, it, But I will say that my mother had um, this collection of 45s, which I'm looking at right here in my living room right now. Oh, nice. And that had um, – she had she had, had a couple of Johnny Cash records, um, just the little 45s, and um, – and then uh, Everly Brothers, which, you know, I guess that's country. That's what I actually have on my turntable right now. I should take a picture and send it to you. But oh, um, cool. I have Wake Up Little Susie right now oh, on my nice. turntable. Yeah. And so I think that's what woke up my – I mean, as a, so I I had those records as a child. She let me have them in my bedroom, and mm-hmm. um, I had my little polka dot record player. And I just play them over and over and sing, you know, to the things and learn all the harmonies and stuff. So – yeah, I mean, when I look back, I'm like, oh, I guess I could always sing and do harmonies and uh-huh. whatever. I'm a great imitator. So this has and been. I think that's a good way to learn singing. Yeah. Oh, I think so for <laughs> sure, for sure. So this has kind of been a long time coming, right? You know, something that you were. It really has. You know, yes, looking I back, think it has right? Been. I mean, it is interesting to look back now and go, oh yeah, this was always in me, and it took me this long to kind of realize it. But you know, no regrets because it's uh-huh. like you know, you know, I I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm having a great time. So uh-huh, yeah, and uh, I don't have, know if I could have had a great time before now. <laughs> right, and you have a lot of material to draw from, right? You know, so yeah, that's for you sure. know. Um, can you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and that that's kind of the next question I was thinking about. Um, we're gonna play the song "Idle Down" here, but um, that tune. This is one of my favorites from this album, and yeah. um, it's funny because I I was listening to it and I'm like, this reminds me of like like the kind of song I would drive to, you know, like one of those country driving driving songs. And then I looked up the lyrics and uh, on Bandcamp, you have a little, um, Mm -hmm. a little thing you say before the lyrics where you're talking about, you know, when you were a kid and your dad used to tell you idle down, you know, and I'm like, Oh, Mm -hmm. wow, that's so great. How this, how that 
the feeling of the song and the lyrics go together like that. Um, can you tell us kind of how that came together? Like, it, is it just writing about that memory or? Um, yeah, it, well, it, there, there again, that was like the line, you know, the line I had. Mm-hmm. And then there was, and then there was that melody and rhythm that the song is, um, that actually what happened with that one is we were, um, during COVID, um, we were getting together with, um, Paul and then, um, my current drummer, Nate Gam, and just kind of having jam sessions spread out in my living room. So mm-hmm. I had like the filters and stuff. And so just to kind of, and so just to play and, um, and so that just kind of came up with a little, that little melody, that riff kind of came about that way. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I could put this will fit in idle down, you know, in the uh-huh. little chorus that we had figured. Anyway, so that's how that happened. It was, it was a combo. Nice. Of, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a pretty organic process. That is that how it usually happens? Oh, yes. so you guys work together? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. For me, it's all organic. I don't do any, um, you know, I don't do any writing exercises uh-huh. or songwriter prompts or anything like that, um, which is probably why I don't write that many songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm you're not on very record disciplined three. about it, you know. Yeah, you are an album <laughs> but, three, uh, though, so it's, I think you're doing pretty good. <laughs> I'm doing all right, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they well, eke out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's go ahead and play it for people, and then we'll be back and talk a little more. Uh, I'm talking to Becky Capel tonight, and uh, we're talking about her new album, In It to Win It. And this next track is called Idle Down, and you're listening to it on The Sound right here on 89.5 KQAL. <laughs>
sun, clouds in the rearview mirror. Windows down, stars around, we got heaven right here. I'm gonna island out, slow my roll, but baby, you know the sand wants to go. That was Idle Down from Becky Capel. That's from her latest album, In It to Win It. And I have Becky on the phone tonight. Uh, so, Becky, we were kind of talking about your writing process, you know, and um, like how that last song came together. And you said it came out of kind of a jam session. And you had the idea for Idle Down. Um, was that with, uh, like, who's in your band? Do you have a band called The Fat Six? Is it like the same mm-hmm. band all the time or does it kind of shift? Mm-hmm. It's um it it is not always the same band, but I do. But there is a core band now. That's uh, Paul Bergen is is uh pretty much always um he's he's the main member. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Paul Bergen plays guitar, and then he actually um um produced my last two records too. So he's, mm-hmm. he's instrumental in all of that. Right. He's the one that really created the sound and everything. So. Um. Yeah. So Paul Bergen plays guitar, and then Nate Gam on drums that I mentioned. Um, and, um, lately been playing with Nick Salisbury on bass, uh, great bass player. And, uh, so, but the bass, uh, yeah, I, anyway, I've, I've, um, on the record, there's different players, Eric Koskinen actually plays bass on a few of the songs and uh, a guy named Jeremy Johnson, who's an amazing uh, guitar player and drummer plays drums on a few of them that we recorded live. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, we recorded three of the songs live to tape. Ooh. at uh, Jeremy Johnson's studio. Oh, so wow. Yeah, so they have a, a really nice, warm sound. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah with, the, with the songs were, let's see, I Don't Know, the first one, and In It to Win It, and also um, uh, Something, Something. Okay. Those were the three we did nice. there. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's it like, you know, uh, what's it like collaborating when you write as opposed to like, I'm assuming your first record was mostly written, you know, by yourself and now collaborating with people. What, what's, you know, how different is that for you? Oh, well, I actually don't really collaborate. Um, um, really that one song that I described idle down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was, it was still my, you know, like my melody and, and okay. stuff that I was in sure. my rhythm and everything. Um, but you know, Paul's the one who, I mean, I guess he, he adds the really cool guitar lines through and stuff like that. So um, I wouldn't say we exactly collaborate, but he just, I just let him do whatever. Okay. So you kind of have the bones of the song already and then. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I usually have a, a pretty fully formed 
um, thing when right. I show it to when I show it to people. So, right. but yeah, it was really that one song "Idle Down" that I just didn't actually have the words plugged in yet. But mm-hmm. but once we once we played the the melody together, and we just That's, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I got to finish this one. <laughs> cool. Oh, awesome. And you mentioned yeah. uh, you recorded some of the songs to tape. Um, where did you record them again? Do you, um uh well the name of the studio is barking jack studios which is the studio of jeremy johnson who okay. is the one that played drums on mm-hmm. the record so it's in north st paul minnesota okay so was, was the whole record recorded there or in different spots or? um just the, just those three and then i think two of the songs we actually did in paul paul's um living room okay. <laughs> during <Wow>. covid <laughs> and his son sam uh engineered he's got a a 22 year old son that is uh, also a great musician cool. and uh, helped uh, engineer that one and then we did some recording down at eric koskinen's studio in saint peter minnesota oh, so wow. it's all a mishmash uh-huh yeah <laughs> a mishmash with a lot of talent involved it sounds like <laughs> i'll say yeah it's amazing <laughs> nice so you yeah. talked about recording a few of them live um you know in the living room and stuff uh is that normally how you do it live you guys just get together and play or do you normally like track it out each track at a time or um a kind of a combo the ones that we did at paul's living room we did um we did um uh, like I think one of them we played, uh, Nate played drums and I played guitar and I guess Paul played bass. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember which one that was. It, it actually might've been idle down. Um, but anyway, we, we, yeah, we tracked it there and then we went down to Eric's and added, that's when Eric or um, Paul added more guitar parts and so on. But mm-hmm. sometimes Paul just adds guitar parts on his own, just with his little, little, you know, I don't know what the thing is. Some little machine he plugs into. Uh-huh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're we're not we're not big like. All right, it's the day in the studio, and we've got, you know, uh, yeah, we yeah we haven't done a lot of that. Mm-hmm. It's like you like I say, it's, I guess more organic. Right, and kind of piece it together as it comes. Piece, huh? Yep, piecemeal, exactly. Yeah, right yeah. Does that help yeah. uh, the songs evolve? Like, do they change over you know the process of recording them, or are they pretty much what they are mm. when you envision them? You know. Yeah. No, they're pretty much what they are. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah, they're pretty much what they are. Um, just a fun little mention on that. Like my first, or the second record called "That Certain Ache." Um, that was the the title track. Um, we actually recorded in Paul's basement at that time. This was, you know, a few a few years ago, mm-hmm. and and I and I was really just kind of showing him the song, and uh, he found like a drum loop that just to play along with. And he just kind of pressed record and that was the take that we used on the record. <laughs> and he added some other stuff later, but, um, but yeah, it's just weird kind of drum loop thing. And it's, it's it turned out really cool. And I was, it was, yeah, that one was just kind of me showing him that song. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. fun. That's fun. Uh, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and play some more songs for people. Uh, we're going to go ahead and play two more tracks from the record here. Uh, Sumpin' Sumpin' and In It to Win It, the title track. So uh, we'll talk about that when we get back. And uh, I'm talking to Becky Capel tonight. She has a new album out called In It to Win It. And uh, this next track is called Something Something right here on 89.5 KQL on The Sound. <laughs> Tell me flip-flop 
That was In It to Win It. And before that, we heard Something Something. And those are both from uh, Becky Capel's new album called In It to Win It. And I have Becky on the phone tonight. Uh, so, Becky, that last tune, In It to Win It, it's the title track. Um, what was the inspiration behind that tune? And, um, you know, is that like the main feel of the album? Like, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. The inspiration for that one was <laughs> I'm just. I have very bad taste in men. (laughs) 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 So that's, yeah, the, um, I can't remember if the, if the melody or the, or the words came first on that one, but, um, probably, I think the word, the idea of the words came first, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, then it just, uh, yeah, the bridge is, if there's a prize being given to the biggest fool, I'm in it to win it. <laughs> it's what I do. Yeah, right. it's. I love that song. It's just so, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's fun and clever, you know. It's got yeah. a cool, uh, I love the music to it. So Yeah, uh, yeah. swampy. Very, mm-hmm. very cool. Um, yeah. So uh, what does the future hold for Becky Capel? Do you guys, do you have plans <laughs> to tour with the Fat Six or uh, more releases? Yeah, What's going on? I, um. I know I get asked that. I, I I'm uh, well right now. I'm just kind of lining out my summer shows. I don't like to, um, you know. I, I well, I've got a big. Here's one big thing. I do have an actual CD release show, a record release show at the Turf Club up here in St. Paul. Okay. Um, on May 21st. All right. And that's going to be a really great night. Another band called Turn 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 is oh, playing, yeah. and um, and um, Faith Boblet is going to be doing a set. So anyway, it's going to be a great night, and um, that was rescheduled from February when I was supposed to have my record release. Okay. But, um, but the COVID had gotten in the way of that. So, um, so anyway, we rescheduled it, and that is coming up. And then I've got some other fun shows coming up. I'm going to be playing at the State Fair in Minnesota up oh, here. Oh, fun! Um, yeah, I keep forgetting. Yes, you're, you're we're you're talking from Winona, not right. not some other yeah. not some other state. Uh-huh. Anyway, State Fair. And, uh, anyway, I'm trying to line up my summer gigs right now, but no, actually like touring, you know, um, exactly. I Mm -hmm. I would love to do that, but, um, I just don't really have the mechanisms in place to do that. So, um, not yet. Right. Yeah. I'd love to, but I would love to do some, some regional touring or, you know, get asked by, you know, Nick Lowe or something to, uh, (laughs) to hit the road with them, (laughs) to tour with him. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, hey, uh, hey yeah. um, I'm going to stop you for one mm-hmm. second. So pa- if you want to pause it or whatever, um, looks like they're just pulling up right now. So oh. if we can, uh, I don't know if we can finish it up pretty, or not. Probably. Were you, were you I, yeah. I'm just going to ask you where to uh, go online for album merch and, oh, okay. and dates. So yeah. um, if you think That's we good. got time, we can try to squeeze it in here. Um, yeah, I think so. They right. haven't gotten out of their truck yet. So. All right, let's go for it. Um, okay. So where can people uh, find the album? I'm, I know it's streaming on Spotify and all the streaming services like that. Uh, Absolutely, yes. And and also on Bandcamp. Okay, um, so people can purchase it there, right? Um, they can purchase it there, yep. And I think you can even listen to it like three times before okay. before then. So, mm-hmm. and, um, and then, yeah, if you go to my website, beckycapel.com, mm-hmm. That is the best place to find my music. My oh, dog is barking. Awesome. You can hear. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Um, how about uh, merch? Is there merch available on the website as well then? Um, all my CDs are available there. Yes. Um, okay. And I actually don't have any other merch right now, but oh. I'm working on a t-shirt that I'll I have. I was going to uh, say, we the, need uh, a t-shirt. Yeah. 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 For the CD release show. Yeah. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm work- working on that. So, right. so I'll put that on the website once. 
once I have that. Mm-hmm. How well. about how about show dates? Where's the best place for people to find out about that? Is it your website or Facebook? Oh, also or? on my website. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. I do my website myself, and I'm very proud. I oh, try nice. to keep it all up to date and everything. So. Yeah. Yep, shows are there with always with ticket links if if there's tickets and all that kind of stuff. So awesome, BeckyCapel.com. BeckyCapel.com. There we go. You heard mm-hmm. it, folks. Get over there and uh, find out where she's playing, and uh, pick up an album. So maybe a T-shirt. So <laughs> once those <laughs> yep. come out, once those come out. Um, right. Becky, it looks like you have a a pretty full schedule online. Um, and you're pretty busy. Is music a full-time thing yet, or is that something you're thinking about? Or um, not a full-time thing yet. And um, I, yeah, I don't. I, I, I mean, if something just happened, then um, you know, I could make that transition to full-time. But right. no, right now I'm, uh, I'm just enjoying. I'm enjoying the process, having and fun with where it. I'm at. So right. yeah, right. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we're glad. We thank you for it because uh, you've got some great music out there and uh, love the new album. Um, I just want to say out there, I'm talking to Becky Capel tonight, and we're talking about her new album, In It to Win It. And uh, go to beckycapel.com for information on show times, and uh, you can purchase uh, albums there and hopefully a T-shirt in the future. So, Becky, thanks so much for talking with us tonight. Yeah, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed myself. Love talking about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we love hearing about it. So (laughs) cool. Well, we're going to go out with a song. Um, This is High on a Hilltop, and it's from Becky Capel's newest album, In It to Win It. And you're listening to it on the sound right here on 89.5 KQAL. Way 
Thanks again to Becky Capel for joining us tonight on The Sound. To hear more from Becky, check her out on Bandcamp, Facebook, your favorite streaming service, or go to beckycapel.com. For more deep dives into local and regional albums, tune into The Sound every Wednesday night at 6 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Becky Capel on The Sound. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org. Theme music for the sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.